guys, it's your host, your boy, George Mackay. Today's episode was brought to you by our official sponsor, Ray Bernardo of Road Sport Chrysler. This man has been in the auto business for 25 years. Everyone that has gone to see him has saved money on every single car deal that he's made. But more than ever now, in these uncertain times, he's doing more than that. If you've got lease of financing options that are too high, give him a call. If you've got auto repairs that you just can't afford, give him a call. Ray's reaching out to give back, and he's doing that because of 25 years of experience. So be sure to give Ray and his team a call, 888-656-3013. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Road Sport, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Don't overpay. Buy from Ray. Now the official sponsor of Straight Talk Wrestling. What's going on, guys? It's your boy, your host, George McKay, here again, pre-recorded, as I always do during these COVID-19 times. And I am here with somebody very, very, very exciting, an up-and-coming indie talent. He is the current reigning, defending, light heavyweight battle arts champion. Please welcome to Straight Talk Wrestling, Sexy Stan Smith. <laughs> Thanks for the introduction. Holy crap. Right? I'm working, on my, I'm working on my commentating skills and my ring announcing skills, trying to get myself ready for when wrestling opens back up full-time in Ontario. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was a great delivery. And I saw a little bit of a taste on that Destiny show not that long ago. So Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you were there when I, uh, I got thrown into the battle. And uh, Iceman was like, you podcast. I'm like, I podcast. I'm the, one guy, I'm the one guy next to Stogie Mania that shouts Destiny out all the fucking time. I just podcast. <laughs> that's hurtful. But no, Iceman is a good friend of mine. Destiny has opened the doors to me, much like uh, Anthony Corelli has opened the doors to me to the Battle Arts roster. I've interviewed a couple of your roster mates from your tag team champions, Joe, uh, uh, Joe and Mike. Uh, I've interviewed the women's champion, Amy Crimson. I've interviewed Bianca Corelli. I've interviewed Carew. I've interviewed Cadman. So many great talents have come out of Battle Arts. And it's actually yeah. really exciting to talk to another Battle Arts alumni, especially during this time period, because Anthony Corelli, and this is my first question. I already think you knew I was going to go here. Uh, Anthony Corelli announced a few, about a week and a half ago, that him and his family found their forever home in the Georgian Bay Area, where he's always wanted to settle down. And he's now looking for, well, he kind of announced and spoiled it at the Destiny Barbecue last week, but he's looking for somebody to kind of purchase and take over Battle Arts and keep it moving. But at the time in his announcements, he was possibly mentioning having to close Battle Arts. So I'm sure all of you guys got the heads up before the post came out on social media, but what were your thoughts and processes? Oh, wait a minute. I see a reaction there that you were on. You didn't, you might've not known. I, I don't want to create any controversy here, but what were your thoughts then when you saw that post? So my first thoughts when I saw that post was a bit of a shock, honestly. Um, I had no idea. I, I kind of figured um, AC wasn't like uh the way he made a mention on the barbecue, at least he said he was like kind of feeling, you know, three or five years training, you know, build up some money and settle down where he wants to be. Right. That's kind of the, the idea and the gist I got. So hearing that, it makes a whole lot of sense from like when I've started a couple of years back and just the way things have all planned out. But it was a, a whole shock. Um, I didn't know before the hand on the post because uh, we have classes Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then he made the post, I think, on a weekend. So he must have made some sort of uh, some sort of deal that he just he had to jump on right away, right? Wow. And your thoughts, like when you saw that, like I mean, you mentioned it was a shock, but you're talking. This is a place where you started your your wrestling journey. This is kind of like one of the main hubs in the GTA for indie wrestling. So many shows run out of there, from Battle Arts, the Battle Arts Rising Star Show, Destiny World Wrestling proudly runs out of there, Women's Revolution runs out of there. 
so many other great promotions run out of that building. So yeah. to kind of get um, blindsided, like you said, there must have been a deal that came up and he just had to snag it. That must have, at the time, must have been surreal because I started, I only noticed it when I started seeing all of your guys' posts, your posts, Peru's posts, mm-hmm. Amy Crimson's posts, Bianca Corelli's posts. And I'm sitting there going, what the fuck is happening? And then I went back and I checked Anthony's posts yeah. and I'm like, holy shit, like even me, so, like that building is very special to me because I did my first on location interview there with George, the Iceman. I've interviewed Anthony himself wow. on location there. And my last on location interview right before all this COVID shit happened was with Amy Crimson. So it was surreal for me because I'm sitting there. That, that place has been my home away from home. Anybody I've wanted to interview and they're in the area, they're like, oh, I'm, I'm training at Battle Arts Day. Come to Battle Arts. Or I got a show tonight at Battle Arts. Come to Battle Arts. And it's, it's 15 minutes away from my house. And that right. place holds a special place in my heart. I don't even train there. Mm-hmm. But for you guys, I mean, fuck, that's hallowed halls for all of you. Like you said, three, three years ago, four years ago, you started this whole journey. Yeah. Four years of your life. That's a home away from home. Yeah, no, you're right. And uh, like, not even just to the trainers, but uh, to people before me and people who've trained and like fans, especially, you know, like people have gone in and out of that place. You know, we've had, we've had crime time there. We've had guys coming from the States from OVW come on down. Uh, Impact guys, Josh Alexander. We've had names on names go walk through those doors. We've had Rey Mysterio wrestle on a show there in Battle So it's like a very, it's a very important building to the world of just not even just Ontario Indies, but I think Canadian Indies in general. I couldn't agree with you more. Your, your, your statement is hundred percent correct. And I hope that whoever decides to purchase the building, there were some whispers at the barbecue, but I'm not going to shed any light on any of that till it comes forward. There were some whispers of what could happen at the destiny barbecue. And uh, that's where you and I reconnected. And it was great to see. And if COVID wasn't happening, fuck, I would have given you a big old bear hug, man. It was nice to see you again after so long. But um, talk to me about one thing you, you stated to me at the barbecue, and I thought it was a really classy statement, a sign of maturity and growth for you in this business. When you said, you know, right now I'm the current light heavyweight champion, and if, if it all ends tomorrow, I'll be the last one to hold that title. And I saw you for a second there, I think you kind of took the statement in yourself, and you kind of just, you got a little, a little tiny choked up. And that, yeah. make that statement, to have that statement once you say it, because it's out. What were your thoughts going through your, when you said that, I, I took it and I was like, fuck, that's crazy. But hearing it come out of, from you yourself, now hearing it back from me, what are your thoughts on that statement? So my thoughts on that. So it's definitely like, it's been running through my mind a whole bunch since I've seen that post. But then it wasn't like, oh, the first time I said it to you, the first time I said it out loud into the world, it was in the universe when I said it to you that day. And like you said, it like, like when I put it out there, it kind of got like, it became real. You know, like, like, holy shit, this could actually happen. Like, to go down as the last, potentially last, because we do have shows coming, but the, the potentially last light heavyweight champion, and it's something I hold to a high regard. I've, I've set myself goals every year since I've started wrestling to, from my first year, I wanted to be paid. I wanted to have a, a paid show. My second year, I wanted to go to the States, and I accomplished that. My third year, or no, second year was also become the light heavyweight champion. I accomplished that. This year was to be on a Destiny show, and now new goal rose up. I want to be the last ever light heavyweight champion of Battle Arts. So you've set some pretty realistic goals for yourself. You haven't over-strained over, uh, yourself, and you've accomplished those goals quite successfully. And I've had the pleasure of seeing you wrestle twice, actually three times. And every time I've seen you wrestle, I've noticed you get stronger. 
And I don't mean to get better because the skill level is always there. You can see it. I mean, if you're holding down a title for as long as you have, you're holding down. But the last time I got to see you was at the Rising Star Show and you faced another former guest of mine, D-Man Dan Parker. Yes. You guys went at it one-on-one -on -one for that strap that you rock. Mm -hmm. And man, I got to tell you, that match was probably my favorite match in the card that night. It was, fun, it was absolutely fantastic. And it was something that I love. And I, I, the reason why it was fantastic is because both of you are you know, middleweight guys, you're small, you're quick, your speed is, is definitely insane. Like watching YouTube is like watching a tennis match after I had to get a massage on my neck because my fucking neck hurt so much going back and forth like that. But it was a great match. And it's, it's great when you can see somebody like yourself meshing so well with somebody like D-Man Dan Parker, who has been around for a few more years than you. He's gotten his legs underneath him very quickly as well in this business. I mean, he was also on the fucking prices, right? I'm still jealous of the motherfucker for that. But, I mean, talk to me about that match, because I know you remember distinctly, because that, again, that was the last match right before COVID stopped the world. So, I know you remember the match I'm talking about. Talk me through that match and how that match played out for you. So, uh, I was very excited going into it. Um, we usually don't get the, the word of, of what our shows are going to look like until usually the night before or maybe even the class before. So, when I got word that, hey, uh, hey Sexy, you want to wrestle a B-Man? Jumped right at it. Yes, sir. I absolutely want to wrestle D-Man. I've, uh, I've stepped in the ring a while ago before, but it was kind of like small, small thing. We had like a, a kid's party, you know, so we only threw out like six minutes and I was like so green, like holy shit. But um, then I got this opportunity to really like showcase my skills because I was only maybe three or four months in with the first time I wrestled D-Man to now I'm two and a half years. So I'm just I just really wanted to prove to myself and to prove to him that like I, I belong in here because he's someone I look up to. He's got a lot of years under his belt. He's wrestled for NWA. He's been around a lot of great minds in wrestling, like Jim Cornette, as controversial as that is, and uh, many other guys like um, Billy Corgan, uh, Dave Lagana. Uh, he also got to be in a, in a fucking car for a whole weekend, and I'm jealous of him for this, the stupid prick, with, 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 with Smith Hart. Yeah. That's, that's he wrestled insane. at Stampede Wrestling. Like, get out of here. This kid is insane. <laughs> he's, done a, he's done a lot in his short time. He said that uh, he was 18 when that, when that happened, right? So that's insane to, to just have your mind blown like that. Yeah, I mean, if I had a heart in a car with me for all weekend, I would probably just be staring at him going, talk about whatever you want. Tell me about the difference between Heinz ketchup and French's ketchup. And I will soak it all in, right? I mean, yeah, now, totally I'm a Heinz guy. I hope you're a Heinz guy as well. Because if I, you're not, of course. Okay. Because anybody who likes French's ketchup is retarded. They're very, very horrible people. They don't have taste buds. But, um, yeah, you know what? He's been around. And, and, and getting a chance to step in the ring again with him after two and a half years of stepping in with him from the last time, mm -hmm. that is growth. And I saw you take him to the limit. And the decision went your way, not despite the fact there was a couple close calls, but it went your way, and you held the title down. And after that match, I got a great shot of you after the match. You're holding the belt up. You're standing in front of me. You're like, because mm -hmm. I think that was, and I love shots like that when I can catch shots like that because emotion pours out and yeah. your, emotion, your emotion showed out there because I think everybody kind of knew what was going to be coming the next week, that the world was going to be stopping. This thing was out of control. We all needed to slow down, recharge. And for a lot of you guys, and this is a question I never asked, you're still a young cat. So injuries, they do play a factor, but to being able to slow down, to recover, to heal, that must have been a nice change of pace. I get it. I can see your auntie right now. If there was a ring in front of you, you'd probably be like, George, let's go. I want to beat the fucking shit out of somebody. And I would be like, okay, 
take it easy on me because this is the money maker. I can't have this get fucked up. But like getting that time off to kind of rest your body, that must, must have helped tremendously. Oh, it, it helped a lot to just this kind of recovery and kind of like almost like a reset button, you know? It's a time where like, you know, two and a half years, I beat myself up. I took injuries. I, I've broken a toe. I got a concussion. And, and it just, it got time for me to finally, you know, slow down and recoup and like, and just like take things in, just, just play things smart. Instead of, you know, burning myself out, you know, I'm going to work at seven in the morning. I'm going to class at 830. I'm not getting home until late and I got to work. And then like, it's, I'm, just, I'm burning the candle at both ends. So now's the time I get to recharge the battery and then just get a fresh clean slate that we've started uh, August 4th. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how was the first day back? The first day back in class, there was a lot of restrictions. You had to wear the mask on, social distancing. You really can't train with a sparring partner at that point because you have to social distance. So you're probably just doing a lot of cardio work. You're doing a lot of getting the ring rust off. And ring rust is the thing that people think is a joke. It's real. You don't wrestle. If you go from wrestling every day or every other day to not wrestling for four months, you're not going to come back in the ring ring ready. You're going to come back in. You're going to look like shit. You're going to hit those ropes. It's not going to be the same. You're not going to be able to do the tuck and rolls, the bumps. And how, so how was taking the first bump coming back after a, literally a four month hiatus? So after the, the long break, the, the, the quarantine and all that stuff, I was so excited to get back in the ring and take my first bumps. As I was telling everyone leading up to this, people were asking me, Hey, are you going to class? How do you feel about it? And I'm just like, I just, I just need to step, step in the ring again. And I need to bump. I need to hit the ropes and I just, I need to get my feet under me. again. I need to feel this. So I got it in and I, I was bumping, I was having fun, I was rolling, I was just getting slowly but quickly at the same time back to, to my footing. And I'm doing my, my nip-ups and my handsprings and all that stuff. And like maybe some other people might not have been as active. I'm not going to, I'm sure some people might have uh, slacked. I'm not going to deny that. We've all, sna- we've all been slacking and eating things we shouldn't have and enjoying our time. But um. I always pushed myself to 110%. So getting in that ring was something I was so excited to do and just get back to some shred of normality because I was not, after maybe a month or so, I was starting to have less and less fun sitting at home, not being able to go to class, not being able to work out a regular schedule, stuff like that. Right. So now you're back, your footing's underneath you. And we know that that wrestling in Ontario is slowly starting to creep back up. Uh, today, as we're pre-recording this, it'll drop in late September, but as we're pre-recording this today, Alpha One has their show in Oshawa. That's dropping. 50 tickets, reduced attendance, of course, to keep the social distancing protocol. Then we've got the Destiny show coming up on the 13th of September, and that's going to be an outdoor parking lot show. And then I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Battle Arts has a show on the 12th, right? If I, if I, on the 13th. We're doing a two-night WrestleMania two-part goodnight ceremony. Okay, okay. Yeah. So um, you and I will talk off camera. You'll have to hook me up for the Saturday show, the 12th, for sure. We'll have to get some tickets in place. You can set some aside for me. I always pay for my pop. I don't like to get anything for free, so I will definitely compensate you. But if you can save, you know, a couple tickets for me and the mini host, because she loves to see all you guys. And she's more famous than me. You know, uh, I want to announce to everyone in the Straight Talk universe right now that Stan Smith followed my daughter before he followed me. (laughs) Yeah. And that's because I get it, okay? She's cute. She's adorable. That's fine. But I'm the talent here. This is my fucking show. I started it from the beginning, and now she's overtaken my life. No, she's my uh, she's my little mini host. She is. She has way more charisma and way more uh, moxie than I ever could. Mm-hmm. So you know, even the first time we met, you you took a picture with her before you yep. took a picture with me, and that's fine, Stan. I don't hold any grudges. 
Um, I do actually. I'm upset. Are you sure? I'm over it. Sure? Now I'm over it. <laughs> now I'm over it. It took a bit. It took quarantine, but you know what? I'm not the worst guy ever. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. And I, I love the fact that all you guys give it the time and the attention. And, and it, it's really great to see how hard I've worked for two and a half years and everybody recognizing us at shows now, you know, uh, paying dues. I mean, even you telling me that you had time to catch up on the show. That's a big honor for me, man. When a, when a wrestler, you know, such as yourself, somebody who's got a, a footing and a, a name in the Ontario and these scenes just coming up to me and says, hey, man, I've been catching up on the show and I love what you're doing. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate having you on the show and giving me the time. And I'm glad we were able to set this thing up. We tried to set it up back in March, but then the world just, like I said, everything became kind of crazy. Nobody knew what we were doing. But that was, I even told my wife on the car ride home after the Destiny show, I was like, man, it was so good to see you. So good to see Young Love. So good to see, you know, RJ City, Aiden Prince, Lexi, Nicole. So good to see all these people in this, you know, outdoor intimate setting. And to see all the friends in, in the, the fan base that I've made, it's something special. And I mean, when you see all those people that come out, like the Destiny Barbecue sold out fucking 20 minutes. Pretty quick. And when now the clash is upcoming on the 13th, George announced that, that sold out like crazy. Right? Within 24 hours. Yeah, man. And, and people are excited about the Battle Arts shows. I can't wait to see what you guys are going to put together. I know it's going to be something special. And I, I know you guys are all just excited to get back in the ring and defend those titles. Now, can you give me a little scoop? Like this episode will air after uh, that weekend, of course, it'll air in late September. So when it drops, it won't be a scoop. But while we're talking, do you have any idea who your opponent will be on one of those given nights? Um, so I'd like to, I always like to talk with Anthony, get, get some ideas, bounce some ideas off, maybe implant some seeds on maybe people I'd like to wrestle. There's a couple people I'd like to wrestle. So um, I've never had a one-on-one -on -one match with Karu. I'd love to wrestle with Karu. I think our styles would mesh very, mesh very interestingly as a smaller, quicker guy against a, a bigger, you know, just badass, you know. I've never had a match against a guy like him. I wrestled Joe Mack, and I thought we worked and meshed very well together. So I'm interested to wrestle with Karu. Um, and then another one is a, a friend of mine. He's not as well-known, but he's, uh, he's a very snug striker. Reminds me of like a – reminds me of like a – just like one of those like Japanese hard-hitting guys who just kind of takes no nonsense. His name's Jafar. He's a nice guy. Um, and he, I've seen he him at a few very, shows. Very, yep. I've seen him at a yeah. few shows. He's definitely impressive. But I got to be honest with you, man. That match between you and Karu, it does intrigue me. Uh, Karu's been I on the show. I saw, I saw I, the name and it spiked up a little bit, didn't it? Oh, it absolutely 100% did. I've got him hanging on the wall of fame. And I'll have to get your picture hanging on the wall of fame as well. But I got him hanging on the wall of fame. And he's, he's, uh, your styles would match very well. Your speed with his power. But I got to say, man, he gets you in a corner, it's game over. I'm sorry. He gets you in a corner. It's, I, I, I'm scared for you. I'm excited for the match, but I'm scared for you. But I'm also scared for him because if, if you catch him by surprise and you get a missile drop kick off the top, they're going to drop that big boy to his knees real quick. Real oh, quick. yeah. Then it's a, it's a whole different game at that point. It is, 100%. And that's, that's where it's interesting. You're right. Speed matches overwhelms with power 100% of the times. But power, like I said, if power gets you in those tight-knit places, it's hard to overcome some of the power. And it was yeah. funny. When I was interviewing Speedball Mike Bailey, I learned this, and you can probably back this up. It's not so much about cardio and stamina in a wrestling match as it is pace. You have to know how to pace out your spots. And this is something like, again, being a wrestling fan for all these years, I, I'm all about cardio. I'm all about making sure the conditioning is up to point because you, you might have to go in there for 40 minutes, an hour. You don't know what the match is going to hold depending on the show you get booked at. So 
when he was on the show and he said, it, it's all about pace. It's all about breathing. You can be gassed as you want to be, but if you're breathing correctly and the pace mm -hmm. is there, you can go for an extra 20 minutes. So when a wrestler yeah. finds that extra notch, it's not a, it's not a special secret. It's not this extra gear that that wrestler necessarily has. It's all about pace and timing. And I know from all of you guys at Battle Arts, you all are very polished with your pace. And that's a credit to your coaches and your coach and your head coach, Anthony Corelli. Would you agree with that statement, though, that pace definitely plays more of a role than cardio? You could be, you could run 24, you could run a 24K marathon and then your cardio yeah, could be up to point, but it's all about breathing. And this is something when he brought it to my attention, looking back at it now, it makes complete and utter sense. Again, it is speedball Mike Bailey. So, I mean, yeah. the guy's a king when it comes to Canadian wrestling. Yeah. So, uh, to my point, right when you said that, it kind of reminded me. So, watching 90s Attitude Era. Um, the guy who's probably the best at it all, Bret Hart. You ever watch his matches? And then you just, you see the, the expression on his face where it looks like he's tired. He's been in a fight. He's, he's, he's been battling his life out. And he's got, he's got his mouth open. He's, he's gasping, but he's not tired because he's not slowing down whatsoever. He's just that, that visual look that, man, this guy's been through a war. He's gone through hell. And he's, he's, still, he's still pushing through. He's still fighting. Like, like uh, just immediately my first thought was the, the submission match with Austin. And how like they they beat the shit out of each other. I'm not gonna lie. And uh, you can just see it on Bret Hart's face's expressions and how he's like he's. It looks like he's winded, but he's he's still pushing the pace. He's still setting himself up for future success. And that's uh, to, to to Mike Bailey's uh, point. It is actually I think it is quite correct. I haven't never really thought of it that way. I've always tried to keep my conditioning up. But um, but no, you're right. Setting up setting a pace very will kind of dictate how the match is gonna go. So you can go 40 minutes, 60 minutes, five minutes. Absolutely. If you go out there and you, and you throw everything but the kitchen sink out in that first five minutes and you don't have much more of a story to tell, you can be gassed as a motherfucker. I mean, if you go from drop kicking a guy to jumping off the top rope to doing a 450 at one end, then going to the other end and doing a moonsault and then running around the ring to do like a, you know, a drive-by, you can do all these things in five minutes. And then literally be exhausted like you've been in a 25-minute match because you're literally yeah. not nonstop. So pace and yeah. breathing comes hand in hand. Um, if Battle Arts does close the doors for a few months while maybe looking for a new purchaser and stuff like that, and we're unsure about the Battle Arts roster, and one of the goals you set for yourself was getting into a Destiny show, which means you're looking to branch out, go to different promotions. Is there any other promotions in Ontario as things start to open up and come back to normal that you're interested in looking in? One roster that I think you would play very well into, uh, well, two rosters I actually think you would play very well into, would be uh, Crossbody out in Kitchener. I don't know if you've yeah. ever been there, but Crossbody out in Kitchener, you would definitely match very well with the talent they have there. Guys like Gabriel Fuerza, Holden Albright, Young Love, uh, Kyle Brooks, um, uh, Aiden Prince is a fixture there, uh, Alessandro Del Bruno. There's a lot of great guys, but then there's also, you know, super kicked in Toronto. I think you'd match very well with a guy like Mark Wheeler, given the right match and the right build and opportunity. And then, mm -hmm. of course, I mean, Destiny, as always, you've already set that as one of your goals. Um, is there any other promotions in Ontario that intrigue you to try to reach out to try to get a, get a booking on as you try to move past battle arts right so um going through so currently i'm in the the guelph area so uh there's always a this promotion or formerly known as pwa but now it's, i think it's 365 they they run shows through kitchener and guelph pretty frequently so uh just somewhere close to home somewhere that like like neighbors and family can come down and just kind of just kind of enjoy it and take it in they're not all wrestling fans right so if they, they see, oh, my cousin's on the show, maybe I'll come check it out this time, you know, kind of 
at the same time helping me, but also helping them at the same time. Um, Alpha One seems very interesting as well. Um, there's a lot of guys over there. Ethan Page strikes me as someone who's uh, very interesting. He can be very serious. He can be very funny. He can he can he can take you on a roller coaster of of ways. So he's a uh, he's someone I actually kind of look up to, and how someone I look at as like a almost like a true professional who can go from one end of the spectrum all the way to the other end, and and he's believable the whole way around. Um, yeah, you've mentioned Holden Albright, uh, Young Love, Gabriel Fuerza. I've actually wrestled him a couple times. Um, I don't know if you're at those shows, the two battle Not art shows. shows. No, unfortunately, sometimes there's a conflict of interest with so many shows on a given day and you have to go, you know, semi where you're affiliated or if you're trying to track down an interview and trying to chase that, mm -hmm. chase that dragon, so to speak, to catch that guy for five or oh, yeah. 10 minutes and in your yeah. card. So no, a couple times I know you, there have been matchups with you and Gabriel Puerza. Um, I just mentioned him because I know your styles had mesh very well and I'm sure those matches were fucking dynamite and fantastic, but, yeah. um, but I mean, I that's not a big deal. 365 Pro, that's definitely an intriguing thing. But of course, you got Crossbody out in Kitchener as well. So that's definitely uh, definitely a place to check out. And I think, like I said, you'd mesh very well with some of the guys they bring. I mean, right now, it's definitely confined to Ontario only. But they usually do bring a lot of guys from Michigan and Buffalo up. So there's definitely great matchups. There's there's guys that um, I just, like I said, I just as, as, this, as we're doing this, the next interview I'm dropping up is Daniel Garcia. And he, Red Death, is all kinds of fucking power. And if you get in with Destiny, there's a good chance you can get him once, you know, the borders open up. If Justin Trudeau and Donald Trump can get their heads out of each other's asses. Because <laughs> when you look at these two leaders as people that are running countries, it's fucking scary. A drama teacher and someone who was a TV reality star. They, they run stuff, Stan. Yeah. They, they, they oversee our governments. It's fucking yeah. scary. Donald Trump, Donald Trump fired Tom Green on The Apprentice. I still haven't gotten that. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't gotten over it, man. <laughs> oh, I used to love The Apprentice, though, when he used to say, you know, I'm a huge fan. I love what you're doing, but I'm sorry, you're fired. Yeah. It's like, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can I, can I say that as a voter? Like, I mean, I'm not a U.S. citizen, so I can't vote for you. But as a U.S. citizen, instead of having, you know, the checklist with the two candidates, why not have a virtual poll? So you can call the person right away and say, listen, Donald, I love what you did for the economy. But you're loopy as fuck. You're also a complete not a racist. Um, I'm a huge fan of what you've done for the economy and helping America stay America. But I'm sorry, you're not reelected. Can we do something like that? Is that possible? Well, I know. I think I don't know. I don't know how it goes. I'm not overly too political. But um, uh, hearing that he's kind of like closing down some of like the post offices because people are trying to like vote in and not go into like a public scenario. It's just safer for everyone. Why not vote in through the mail? doesn't make sense why you shouldn't. And he's Why not do like, an app? Why not do an app? We're in a day yep. of technology. Why not just be like, Donald Trump, you know, do it like you did it on your fucking reality shows there, Donald. Just fucking put a couple things and send your yep. phone in. We have, like, thumbprint sensors and facial recognition scans on our phone. Like, I, I don't see how we can't have the, the data and the technology. Then again, I'm not in that field. So it could be the more difficult than I know. It could be definitely more difficult, but voting for the right leader is definitely not difficult. And here in Canada, we have the same problem. Uh, our leader was a former fucking drama teacher who went blackface. Not going to get into it. I'm going to let it go. No. But um, back to wrestling. Back to the things that we love to talk about. Yeah. So branching out to all these different promotions, I definitely think 365 is definitely a thing you got. And if you get in there, I will have to come out and check you out there for sure. Because that's a promotion that I have not been able to check out. So when they got a show up coming and running, I can't wait. But uh, so you mentioned the 12th and the 13th, you're doing a two-night WrestleMania thing. Does that possibly mean you will have a match both nights? I hope so. 
I hope for the sake of, I'd love to have a match on both shows. Um, I'd like, I'd love to ha just have the opportunity just to get shake whatever leftover ring rust might be there, just to kind of get it all out there, enjoy myself, and just take in like what could be the last show at Battle Arts Academy, and just take in the audience, the crowd, the ring, everything. Our whole production, I think we have one of the best productions as far as Ontario Indies go. Um, we have graphics, we have staging and lighting, and I just think we're we're very well set up and. And to just go all out, balls to the wall on the 12th and the 13th of September, it'll just be a lot of fun. Absolutely, man. And, and you know what? You made a statement there that, again, I, I started to get a little bit misty-eyed. The last possible show, mm -hmm. Battle Arts. I, the hair on my arm just stood up a little bit. Yeah. Like, it's, again, yeah, it's, out there, it's out there, Stan. You put it out in the universe. And we know that the future is unsure. So let me paint a picture here. The 13th happens, last match. You hopefully defend that title and you walk out as what might potentially again be the last light heavyweight champion. You sit down in the locker room, you look at that belt, and you literally know that at this point, it may be over. Mm -hmm. What thoughts run through your head? Like, what do you take a couple days to adjust to think, okay, what's next for me? Or do you just, when you get home, you start looking at what promotions are opening up, who you might want to get affiliated with, and who you might want to jump to right away. What right. is the path that Stan Smith chooses at that point? So for me, um, I've decided not to look as far ahead as what's, what, what do I do after the 13th? I'm doing that now. I'm talking with, I'm talking with uh, Forza and Vertigo and Albright and Young Love and uh, Bella Bronx. And it's kind of funny there. Uh, hitting up with them and chatting with them on the, the, the Destiny barbecue, it kind of felt like I was like some hot commodity free agent. Everyone was like, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? You should come to London. Come to Kitchener. Come hang out here. You know, just all these things. It just it felt like, um, like in, in my head, like I know I'm, I'm, very, I'm very good. I can, I can do what I set my mind to. I work hard. I bust my ass. And, and I, I get the job done and I leave the crowd happy. So it, it, it feels like a, a massive compliment to me when young love comes up to me he's like hey you should come check out um hamilton you should come check out hamilton we do some cool stuff over there or when bella bronx francesca comes up to me she goes you should come over to, to london tyson dukes is really cool it, it means a lot to me that like that some that uh well i know i don't want this to finish but they don't want to see me finish either i don't want to see you finish either i think you got a bright future and the door is not closed. Right now, COVID has definitely put a couple blocks in it. They've locked a few doors, but uh, I always like to say, whatever kick door locks, you, you can kick it the fuck in. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not, it's not the end. It's just a new beginning, and new beginnings can be scary. Uh, you're talking to a guy that the, at the age of 34 decided, I bitch about wrestling all the time. Why don't I start a <laughs> podcast so I can bitch about it and have other people hear it? And then that went into becoming an interview, you know, uh, the forte became interviews and having real conversation with real people. And I've been told a few times that I have ability to make the person be as, as honest as they possibly can be without even really knowing that. And I think this conversation has been very sincere and very honest. And I knew it was going to be as fun as it has yeah. been. And even though I've let the grudge go that you took a picture with my child before me, uh, I have, I've let it go. I've, <laughs> no, I've mentioned it twice, but I promise you I've let it go. <laughs> but you know what I think? Yeah, <laughs> I think your star is <laughs> shines bright, and I think you got a great, bright future in front of you. And I firmly believe 
that on the 12th you will defend and you will keep the title. And if there is another, and if there is another match on the 13th, you will defend and you will keep the title. Yep. And the Absolutely. next, whatever happens after that, you make sure you message me and the mini hosts who are both on Instagram and you let us know when your first show at your new promotion will be. Mm -hmm. And we will come down and we will cheer our heads off because you deserve that as much as everybody in Ontario indie wrestling deserves that. And now the weather is still warm. So we know that a lot of these shows will be outdoors. Rain, shine, fans are going to show up. Nobody gives a fuck about getting a little wet. But as the winter months yep. get in, we're going to do indoor shows. And the, 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 you know, the amount of people allowed in will definitely be reduced. Whereas a show could house 150 people before, they will now house 75 or they will house 50. And again, you've been at shows probably when there's been 14 people in the crowd, there's been two people in the crowd, or there's been sold out. Like the last Battle Arts show that I was at, Rising Star show, completely sold the fuck out. Oh, we were rocking. That was a great, great yeah. time. Great time. And yeah. uh, I, I loved everything about it. We had a blast, my daughter and I. And uh, like I had that whole week booked off because I was going to go to so many shows. I was going to go to Crossbody show, the Destiny show, mm -hmm. Lucha Underground show, and just one after another, they all dropped off. And it was just nice oh, to yeah. say that Battle Arts was the last live show that I was at. And now I can say the 12th, mm -hmm. I'll be at the next Battle Arts show. And then the 13th, I'll be at the Destiny show and so forth and so on. Yep. And I'm glad you just have wrestling back. But in terms of um, when, the, when the new kind of structures come into place, and as we know, what, whatever the outlines of the government are going to be, uh, that first indoor show, whatever promotion you're going to be at, you make sure you let us know because we're going to come down. Oh, 100%, by all means. Um, so you bring up the, the Destiny show once again, Inside Scoop. Uh, I set a goal I was going to be on a Destiny show this year, and uh, maybe I am. Dropping information. Now, mind you, this episode will air after that, but I fucking this love it. will be a lot later. I love hey. it. Yeah. I absolutely, congratulations. Yeah. It's fucking well-deserved. And that's because Iceman recognizes talent. He holds a lot of his, he yep. holds all of his shows out of that building. And a lot of you battle arts alumni, you guys help out. You've done ring crew. You've done the, the legwork. You've put the work in that everybody has to, to earn the stripes in this business. And that's huge. I can't wait. Do you know who you're facing yet? No, no clue. I just know, I'm just know I'm going to be there and I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be getting my hands dirty. I love it. I can't fucking wait. Well, uh, depending on who you're facing, actually, fuck, doesn't matter. I'm going to cheer for you all the way, buddy. That's awesome. Doesn't, Congratulations. Doesn't well, it doesn't matter. No, you're going to kill them. You're going to annihilate them. Yeah. And then when you get out of the ring for once, maybe you'll take a picture with me first. I know I mentioned it three times, but I swear I'd let it go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll take a picture with your daughter and you might be able to squeak in there. Yeah, I'll be in the background like this. You might be able to talk to your head in there. Hey, <laughs> hey guys, me too. <laughs> All right, well, Stan, I want to thank you so much for the time. This was an absolutely amazing conversation, as I knew it would be. I can't wait to see you on the 12th and the 13th. Don't forget to let me know about the 12th if you can score me some tickets and where I can, uh, I can meet you to get those tickets and all that stuff to exchange moolah. Um, before I go, where, if anyone is stupid enough not to be following the sexiest man in Ontario in the wrestling, where can they follow you? Okay, so I am set up on Instagram. I am triple S wrestles. So no spaces, just triple S wrestles. It looks like triples wrestles, but you know. And on Twitter, I am smittygun with one N, S-M-I-T-T-Y-G-U-N. So yeah, that's, that's my socials. Fantastic. And you know what? Follow him because this man's stock is just going to keep rising in the Ontario indie scene. And uh, as always, I'm your host, your boy. Make sure you stay tuned to all the socials as everybody does to find out next week's guest. And um, enjoy this interview. I, I enjoyed it. I hope you had fun, Stan. Oh, I had a great fun. Sexy stamp of approval on Straight Talk Wrestling. Yes. It's what I wanted. It's what I was hoping for. Now my Saturday is complete. So guys, this is the current 
reigning, defending light heavyweight champion, possibly the last light heavyweight champion that was put out in the universe a few weeks ago. But um, you know what? Like I said, no doors closed. You just got to kick it in and stand. Your future is very, very bright. And just don't forget, when you, you reach your stock and it goes through the roof, if I shoot you a message to say, Stan, you got to come back for round two, the door's always open because now you are officially a member of the Straight Talk family. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, warm welcome. I feel, I feel thankful to be a part of this. Thank you so much. Absolutely. All right, buddy. You go enjoy the rest of your Saturday. As always, I am your host, your boy, George Mackay. Follow, follow socials. Peace, love, and wrestling. We'll see everybody next week. Peace. Hey, guys. It's your host, your boy, George Mackay. Today's episode was brought to you by our official sponsor, Ray Bernardo of Road Sport Chrysler. This man has been in the auto business for 25 years. Everyone that has gone to see him has saved money on every single car deal that he's made. But more than ever now, in these uncertain times, he's doing more than that. If you've got lease and financing options that are too high, give him a call. If you've got auto repairs that you just can't afford, give him a call. Ray's reaching out to give back, and he's doing that because of 25 years of experience. So be sure to give Ray and his team a call, 888-656-3013. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Road Sport, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Don't overpay. Buy from Ray. Now the official sponsor of Straight Talk Wrestling. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for another episode on Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Also follow us on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And for all our merchandise, you can search us on ProWrestlingTees.com. Thank you.